This is the Exceptional Leaders Podcast. The world is fading away. We don't just need successful men but exceptional leaders with a different spirit who seek God wholeheartedly and live in light of eternity. I am your host, Victor Ogunshola. In this season, we are taking a 40-day journey with the purpose-driven life by requiring to discover the answer to life's most important question, what on earth am I here for? Thanks for joining us. Day 40 Living with Purpose Many are the plans in a man's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. Proverbs 19.21 For David served the purpose of God in his own generation. Acts 13.36 Living on purpose is the only way to really live. Everything else is just existing. Most people struggle with three basic issues in life. The first is identity. Who am I? The second is importance. Do I matter? The third is impact. What is my place in life? The answers to all three questions are found in God's five purposes for you. In the upper room, as Jesus was concluding his last day of ministry with his disciples, he washed their feet as an example and said, Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. Once you know what God wants you to do, the blessing comes in actually doing it. As the as we come to the end of our 40-day journey together, now that you know God's purposes for your life, you'll be blessed if you do them. This probably means you will have to stop doing some things, other things. There are many good things you can do with your life. But God's purposes are the five essentials you must do. Unfortunately, it's easy to get distracted and forget and forget what is most important it's easy to drift away from what matters most and slowly get off course to prevent this you should develop a purpose statement for your life and then review it regularly what is a life purpose statement it's a statement that summarizes god's purposes for your life in your own words you affirm your commitment to god's five purposes for your life a purpose statement is not a list of goals Goals are temporary, purposes are eternal. The Bible says, His plans endure forever, His purposes last eternally. It's a statement that points to direction of your life. Writing down your purposes on paper will force you to think specifically about the path of your life. The Bible says, Know where you are headed and you will stay on solid ground. A life purpose statement not only spells out what you intend to do with your time life and money but also implies what you are you aren't going to do proverbs says an intelligent man aims at wise action but a fool starts off in many directions it's a statement that defies success divine success for you it's a statement that defines success for you. It states what 
you believe is important, not what the word says is important. It clarifies your values. Paul said, I want you to understand what really matters. It's a statement that clarifies your role. You will have different roles in different stages in life, but your purposes will never change. They are greater than any role you will have. It's a statement that expresses your shape. It reflects the unique way God made you to serve Him. Take your time writing out your purpose statement. Don't try to complete it in a single setting. And don't aim for perfection in your first draft. Just write down your thoughts as fast as they come to you. It's always easier to edit than to create. Here are five questions you should consider in preparing your statement. Life's first greatest question. What will be life's five greatest questions? What will be the center of my life? This is the question of worship. Who are you going to live for? What are you going to build your life around? You can center your life around your career, your family, a sport or hobby, money, having fun or many other activities. These are all good things, but they don't belong at the center of your life. None is strong enough to hold you together when life starts breaking apart. You need an unshakable center. King Aja told the people of Judah center to center their lives in God. Actually, whatever is at the center of your life is your God. When you committed your life to Christ, He moved into the center. But you must keep Him there through worship. Paul says, I pray that Christ will be more and more at home in your heart. How do you know when God is at the center of your life? When God's at the center of your life, at the center, you worship. When is not, you worry. Worry is the warning light that God has been shoved to the sideline. The moment you put him back at the center, you will have peace again. The Bible says a sense of God's wholeness will come and settle you down. It's wonderful when what happens when Christ displaces worry at the center of your life. 2. What will be the character of my life? This is the question of discipleship. What kind of person will you be? God is far more interested in what you are than what you do. Remember, you will take your character into eternity, but not your career. Make a list of the character qualities you want to work on and develop in your life. You might begin with the fruits of the Spirit or the Beatitudes. Peter said, don't lose a minute in building on what you've been given, complementing your basic faith with good character, spiritual understanding, alert discipline, passionate patience, reverent wonder, warm friendliness and generous love. Don't get discouraged and give up when you stumble. It takes a lifetime to build Christ-like character. Paul told Timothy, keep a firm grasp on both your character and your teaching. Don't be diverted. Just keep at it. 3. What will be the contribution of my life? This is the question of service. 
what will be your ministry in the body of Christ. Knowing your combination of spiritual gifts, arts, abilities, personalities and experiences shape what would you what would be your role in the family of God? How can you make a difference? Is there a specific group of the body that I am shaped to serve? Paul pointed out two wonderful benefits when you fulfill your ministry. This service you perform not only meets the needs of God's people, but also produces an outpouring of gratitude to God. Why you are shaped to serve others, even Jesus didn't meet the needs of everyone while on earth. You have to choose whom you can best help based on your shape. You need to ask, who do I have a desire to help most? Jesus said, I commissioned you to go out and to bear fruit, fruits that will last. Each of us bear different fruits. 4. What will be the communication of my life? This is the question of your mission to unbelievers. Your mission statement is a part of your life purpose statement. It should include your commitment to share your testimony with the good news and the good news with others. You should also list the the ways, the life, the life lessons and godly passions you feel God has given you to share with the world. As you grow in Christ, God may give you a special target group of people to focus on reaching. To focus on reaching. Be sure to add this to your statement. If you are a parent, part of your mission is to raise your children to know Christ, to help them understand His purpose for their lives and to send them out on their mission in the world. You might include Joshua's statement in yours. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Of course, our lives must support and validate the message we communicate, but before before most unbelievers accept the Bible as credible, they want to know that we are credible. That is why the Bible says, be sure that you live in a way that brings honor to the good news of Christ. 5. What will be the communication community of my life? This is the question of fellowship. How will you demonstrate your commitment to others, other believers and connection to the family of God? Where will you practice the one another commands with other Christians? To which church family will you be joined as a functioning member? The more you mature, the more you, you will love the body of Christ and want to sacrifice for it. The Bible says Christ loved the church and gave his life for it. You should include an expression of your love for God's church in your statement. As you consider your answers to these questions, include any scriptures that speak to you about each of these purposes. There are many in in this book. It may take you weeks or months to craft your life purpose statement just the way you want it. Pray, think about it. Talk with with close friends and reflect on scriptures. You will you may go through several rewrites before you get to your final form. Even then, you will probably make minor changes 
as time goes by and God gives you more insight into your own shape into your own shape if you would like to see some examples from other people just mail me in addition to writing a detailed life purpose statement it is also helpful to have a shorter statement or slogan that summarizes the five purposes for your life in a way that's memorable and inspires you then you can remind yourself daily solomon advice it will be good to keep these things in mind so that you are ready to repeat them here are a few examples my life purpose is to worship christ with my heart serve him with my shape fellowship with his family grow like him in character and fulfill his mission in the world so he receives glory my life's purpose is to be a member of christ's family a model of his character a minister of grace of his grace a messenger of his word and a magnifier of his glory my life purpose is to make is to love christ grow in christ share christ and serve christ through his church and to lead my family and others to do the same my life purpose is to make a great commitment to the great commandment and the great commission my goal is christ likeness my family is the church my ministry is dash my mission is dash my motive is the glory of god you may wonder what god's will for my job or marriage or where i'm supposed to live or go to school honestly there are these are secondary issues in your life and there may be multitude multiple possibilities that would all be in god's will for you what matters most is that you fulfill god's eternal purposes regardless of where you live or work or whom you marry those decisions should support your purposes the bible says many are the plans in the man's heart but it is the lord's purpose that prevails focus on god's purpose for your life not your plans since that's what will last forever i once heard the suggestion that you develop your life purpose statement based on what you would like other people to say about you at your funeral imagine your perfect eulogy then build your statement on that frankly that's a bad plan at the end of your life it isn't good it isn't going to matter at all what other people say about you the only thing that will matter is what god says about you the bible says our purposes is to please god not people one day god will reveal your answers to these life questions did you put jesus at the center of your life did you develop his character did you devote your life to serving others did you communicate his message and fulfill his mission did you love and participate in his family these are the only issues that will count as paul said our goal is to measure up to god's plan for us god wants to use you about 30 years ago i noticed a little face phrase in acts 13 36 that forever altered the direction of my life it was only seven words but like the stamp of a searing art branding iron my life was permanently marked by these words david served god's purpose in his generation 
Now I understood why God called David a man after my own heart. David dedicated his life to fulfilling God's purposes on earth. There is no greater epithet, epithet than that statement. Imagine it chiseled in on your tombstone that you serve God's purpose in your generation. My prayer is that people will be able to say that about me when I die. It is also my prayer that people will say it about you too. That is why I wrote this book for you. The phrase is the ultimate divination of a life well lived. You do the eternal and timeless God's purpose in a contemporary and timely way in your generation. That is what the purpose-driven life is all about. Neither past or future generations can serve God's purpose in this generation. Only we can. Like Esther, God created you for such a time as this. God is still looking for people to use. The Bible says, The eyes of the Lord search the whole earth in order to strengthen those people whose hearts are fully committed to him will you be a person god can use for his purposes will you serve god's purpose in your generation paul lived a purpose-driven life he said i run straight to the goal with purpose in every step his only reason for living was to fulfill the purposes god had for him he said, For me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Paul was not afraid of either living or dying. Either way, he would fulfill God's purposes he couldn't lose. One day, history will come to a close, but eternity will go on forever. William Carey said, The future is as bright as the promises of God. When fulfilling your purposes seems tough, don't give in to discouragement. Remember your reward, which will last forever. The Bible says, For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. Imagine what it is going to be like one day, with all of us standing before the throne of God, presenting our lives in deep gratitude and praise to Christ. Together we will say, Worthy, O Master, yes, our God, Take the glory, the honor, the power. You created it all. It was created because you wanted it. We will praise him for his plan and live for his purposes forever. Point to ponder. Living with purpose is the only way to really live. Verse to remember. For David served the purpose of God in his own generation. Acts 13 36 question to consider when will i take the time to write down my answer to the life's five great questions when will i put my purpose on paper when will you take the time to write down your answers to life's five greatest great questions when will you put your purpose on paper
believe you enjoyed this episode. Thank you for listening. I look forward to your comments and questions on this episode. And please share. Don't ever forget you are exceptional. Remain blessed.